Hi, this is Stacy Hyde again with Envision Financial Planning, and I'm back to talk about investing in your 401k. Actually, that's not completely true. I want to talk about saving in your 401k this time, and next time we'll come back and talk about investing. So for most people, their 401k represents the first time they've really been exposed to investing. Although now with the Robinhood app and other online trading tools, a lot more people have ventured into it over the course of the pandemic. But by and large, most people still get their first taste of what I would call real invest investing in their 401k. And the first thing that you have to do with your 401k is decide, do you want to contribute or not? A lot of employers have made that much easier than it used to be because they will automatically enroll you if you don't say you would don't want to participate. That's called automatic enrollment. And those are generally anywhere from 3% of pay to 6% of pay. Some employers might do higher, but those are the normal amounts. The problem with that is that that's not necessarily saving enough. Um, Financial planners like myself will tell you, you should be saving between 10 and 15% of your pay in order to be able to live the same lifestyle that you enjoy today. Now, the younger you are when you start, actually the less you have to save. So that's a real good reason to get started early and also just make it a habit. So let's talk a little bit about what percentage you should do and whether you should make those contributions pre-tax contributions or Roth contributions. So pre-tax contributions are just what they sound like. The money comes out of your pay before you pay federal and state income tax. That sounds great. It can save you money on your taxes. But the fact of the matter is, for a lot of people, they're not paying a lot in income taxes anyway. And if you are, then you likely would be better served doing a Roth contribution. Because a Roth contribution comes out after you've paid your taxes. But the magic of the Roth happens in retirement. And particularly if you start early. So with the Roth, you pay taxes on your contributions now, they grow over time, and when you get to retirement age, you can take out your contributions plus all your earnings completely tax-free, as long as the money's been in there at least five years and you're 59 and a half, and those types of things. And that's a real advantage in retirement because if you're not having to pay Uncle Sam, you have more money to take vacations pay bills, that sort of thing. So I'm a big fan, as you guessed, of Roth contributions. But for some people, they're better served by making those pre-tax contributions. Maybe they are a young family and they're trying to keep their <coughs> income, their taxable income, below $100,000 so they're in the 12% tax bracket because each dollar over that, they jump from 12% to 22%. Well, that's a big jump. So they may be better served to do pre-tax contributions or some combination of pre-tax and Roth. 
And really the best way to tell which one might serve you best, particularly if you do your own taxes using TurboTax or Tax Act or H&R Block, is to take your last year's tax return and go in and change those pre-tax contributions if you made them to Roth or just put some money in there and say, I made this much contribution to pre-tax or this much contribution to Roth and see what it does to your tax owed. That'll give you a real good idea. And some individuals, particularly single parents, may actually qualify for what's called a saver's tax credit. And that makes a Roth contribution even more powerful for them because not only do they contribute to their 401k, they may get employer matching dollars, yet they also get a tax credit on their taxes. So I know that gets real confusing. We actually have a very short two to three minute video on our website. So Envision, FP is in financial planning, TN is in Tennessee.com, retirement plans, participant communications. There's a link to some videos there. It's really good. Um, and I'd encourage you to watch that if you've got any other questions about pre-tax versus Roth. The other thing I wanna talk about is employer contributions. So many employers, if you put money in, they will contribute matching dollars. Um, they may match dollar for dollar, they may match 50 cents on the dollar, or it may be a combination of that up to a certain percentage of pay. So you certainly want to contribute to the 401k at least to get all the matching dollars, because if you don't, you're essentially leaving money on the table. So you definitely want to get there, but that doesn't necessarily mean you should stop saving at that point. You're, you're always better off saving more. We work with a lot of retired folks and one thing we have never ever heard is people get to retirement and they say, wow, I wish I didn't have so much money saved for retirement. That's just one thing we've never heard. So I'd encourage you to do that, but in moderation, you don't wanna not take family vacations now and do things like that in order to save for retirement. So it is a balancing act between enjoying your life now and saving for retirement. It's not either or. The other way that employers make contributions is the form of what's called safe harbor contributions. So if you see that on your statement, what that means is your employer's putting in 3% of your pay into the plan. If it says safe harbor match, then it's just a matching contribution like we've already talked about. And then some employers may do profit sharing contributions, or they may do safe harbor contributions and matching contributions. But the profit sharing, generally, that amount will vary each year based on company profits. We work with an employer and they make profit sharing contributions each year. But a key component of their plan is in order to get those profit sharing contributions, you have to be employed on the last day of the year. And their plan year runs on a calendar year. Other employers, their plan year runs July 1 to June 30th. So you need to understand if your plan has any 
specifics like that that require you to be employed on a specific day to share in those employer contributions. The last thing I want to cover today is vesting. All vesting means is if you leave your employer, do you get to keep the money? Any money you've put in is always yours. It's always 100% vested. Employer contributions are often subject to a vesting schedule. So they can be what's called graded vesting, which means that over time you get a bigger percentage. A common one is a six-year graded vesting, so 0% the first year, then 20%, 40 60 and so on until you get to 100% after six years. More common these days is we see what's called cliff vesting. Um, so you may be 0% vested after zero, uh, year zero to the end of year two, and then once you've been there two years, you're 100% vested. You'll also see what's called the three-year cliff. It's the same thing, zero to three years, 0%, three years and a day, you're 100% vested. So those are important things to know if you're thinking about changing jobs. And so I would encourage you to make sure that there's not any particular date you need to stay to particularly as many companies this year are having record profits. So if it is a profit sharing contribution, that is something you may want to pay attention to. On our next uh, podcast, we will cover how to invest your 401k. But thanks for tuning in and please visit our website for some 401k videos that may be helpful to you. EnvisionFPTN.com. Thanks again.